The following podcast contains explicit language, strong sexuality, brief graphic nudity, frightening images, mild rude humor, thematic elements, extended sequences of intense sci-fi violence, and teen drinking and smoking. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, world. That's a lyric I heard somewhere in a really good song that was released recently <laughs> by one O-Town featuring Colton Underwood. Colton Underwood. I'm sure everybody's heard about this, all our fans out there, but Colton dropped a single this week. Got something in your teeth. Oh, yeah? yeah. Mm, no, that's disgusting. I mean, I know that the yeah. listener can't see, but... Well, but the listener needs to know. We are two minutes in, or this is two, very really important. 20 seconds in, and... So what, I gotta go... It's gonna distract me. Okay, all right. Well, why don't you carry the show for a minute and I'll go floss it on out of there. It's just uh, literally like a big thing of lettuce that's sitting right... It's a whole leaf of lettuce. So, uh, yeah, we open the hometown episode with Sea Dog in the shower. We do, and uh, it made me wonder... Has Sea Dog taken a single shower since he started this process that hasn't been filmed? Here's what I want to know about those shower scenes. Is he naked? I was wondering exactly the same thing like, because I can't imagine. One of two things is happening, logically. Either he's naked and they're just filming it, or he's wearing a bathing suit and then he has to go back and shower <laughs> again <laughs> later. Um, for real. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What is Colton's biggest fear? Uh, I have absolutely no idea. No either. I wish, I wish I like it had I been knew covered. That, I could. Um, I would understand him yeah, as a character could, yeah. a little bit more. He's not a character. Yeah. He's a real human. He's a real being. flesh and real blood feelings. human. Boy, is he a flesh human being. We saw most of it. <laughs> I mean, at the beginning of this episode, I couldn't find anything wrong with it. Yeah, I bet you couldn't. I bet you're having a dream about that tonight. I'm here for it. Uh, yeah, we open in the shower. Can we just move into the... Oh, you want to give I some... I want to do some shout-outs. Ren's outs. got some shout-outs yeah. that he wants to give. I've got you some big-time shout You want to give a shout-out to our first negative review. Oh, yeah. So we... Um... We'll get there because I you want to talk know about that this. You've made it when people are talking shit about your bachelor podcast. When people are trolling <laughs> us online, when the Confederacy <laughs> of Dunces rises up against us. Uh, I feel like it was probably a libtard. <laughs> that left no, we're the libtards. <laughs> yeah, we are the libtards. We're the total cucks yeah. who run a podcast. We're uh, the, the special snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to listener DNTP. Donald Trump is that. You? It is. You know he's got nothing better to do than to listen to our podcast. That's some real co-fifi. <laughs> uh, told us that he came for the clever commentary, stayed for the scolding lectures on the patriarchy. That's right. Three stars. That's the goal of this podcast is to provide scolding lectures on the patriarchy. He's just given us our tagline forever. That's the new motto of the show. And speaking of which, here's this week's scolding lecture on the patriarchy, courtesy of Natalie Portman. Take it away, Natalie. 
The reason women in nearly every industry are not represented in powerful positions is because women are being discriminated against or retaliated against for hiring and for promotion. When they do get the jobs, they are being often being harassed and assaulted, and they are being paid less than their male counterparts, all of which coerce self-preserving women into finding safer options for themselves and different ways to feel valued. Many women are further oppressed by intersections with other marginalized identities, whether by sexual orientation, race, age, class, religion, physical ability, and are subject to multiple avenues of discrimination and harassment at work at once. That could have been more scolding, honestly. I've got, I've got a, a scolding lecture of, on the patriarchy. Okay, now. let's hear it. DNTP, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go sit on a dick. And first of all... <laughs> First of all, y'all First can't see, off. but I'm wagging my finger. Uh, we do not, man, give scolding lectures on the patriarchy. I don't recall ever saying the word patriarchy. Now I wish I had. Uh, I feel like I've yeah. probably said it, but only pro-patriarchy. <laughs> right, Anna's totally down with the patriarchy, y'all. Uh. Um, no, I don't. Well, I mean, I guess maybe that time we made a joke about how women make 79 cents on the dollar, which is just a fact. Not even really right, a scolding lecture. Now you are lecture. delivering a scolding Yes. Lecture. Yes, I am DNTP. <laughs> Here it is. All he gave us three stars too. Was the three stars for the clever commentary or because the lectures weren't good enough? Maybe they were too long. Oh, or too scolding. Mm. He'd like a more upbeat lecture on the patriarchy. I'll try for that. Maybe if I say it in a nicer tone. Yeah. Or... Guys, the patriarchy's not all that great. We need to use... We need to deliver a lecture, but use a lot of up talk. Yeah, at the end. Well, and uh, I've got some PowerPoints. They're not really going to play on the podcast, but I think he's going to like them. Bottom line, peace out, DNTP. <laughs> also, thanks for listening. Yeah, please, please don't <laughs> please leave us. Please continue a, to listen. A one yeah. star. Tell us what we can do to get those two stars back. We're willing to do anything except cut out our lectures on the patriarchy. Yeah, those are here to stay. Yeah, that's a, a recurring feature of the podcast now. All right, more shout uh, positive shout outs. We got a new fan, Ida, who left us a glowing five star review. She loves our lectures on the patriarchy, scolding Thanks, or not. Ida. Thanks, Ida. We got Deke89 giving us a nice review. Thanks, Deke. Um, we've got on Twitter, we've got Lily B and her dog Ren are some of our um, informants <laughs> on the ground. They, they're the ones who sent oh, us the picture yeah. of that building they, in Denver. She lives around the corner from the church that they were staying at in Denver. Lily B, you're so close to our goal of infiltrating the bachelor. Also, she knows somebody who's on Ben Higgins' kickball team. Yeah, we're going to need to get on that team. Yeah, I'm terrible at kickball. And I will both, sports. yes, and all sports. I will both be very aggressive at kicking the ball at people and also cry. Like I did in first grade when I was on the baseball team. Yeah, and the other coach said, Come on now, he's not a hitter. That you weren't in yeah. you were not in first grade. Yes, I was. There's no way. First of all, if you were in first grade, it wasn't a baseball team. Was it T ball? It was slow pitch baseball. There's but it no was way pitch. that you were playing pitch baseball in first grade. That's what happened. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> Be honest, you were in fifth grade. No, it was first grade, second tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your mommy and daddy let you quit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. After you cried. My Ryan was in tears. <laughs> um, More shout outs? No, we're good. Just, um, you no know. no way that happened in first grade. In first grade. Yeah, that's when it happened. <laughs> let me give you a scolding lecture on the patriarchy to explain why that coach's comment was uh, inappropriate. Well, I was like... 
Can't find the lie. I mean, <laughs> were you or were you not a hitter? I was not a hitter. Okay, so. Yeah. Was anyone in first grade a hitter? <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently if y'all are playing pitch ball, yeah. Really uh, got to step my game up in first well, grade to compete. I, mean, I feel like that coach was just like, hey, everybody move in. This guy's hitting a short ball, <laughs> if anything. I remember it clear as day. It seared into my brain. Oh, boy. And then you went off and you cried? Yep. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You know, uh, this is getting into moving into a direction that we don't need to... Oh, uh, yeah. To. <laughs> sounds like it. Uh, shout out to Sarah Kilby. No. Maybe Sarah Kilby. She's demanding Sarah one. Kilby's got to earn her shout out. You can leave us a nice three to five star review, Sarah, and then you get a shout you out. You can leave us some more custom fan art like Michaela. Like Michaela, who, um, go guys, go to Twitter blew our minds again i didn't think i had any mind left to be blown but she did it with her dead fred willard elise (laughs) and heather art so i can't wait to see what she does for us this week sorry michaela but now you have to do this forever so yep um all right let's get let's get to fredericksburg fredericksburg virginia for lovers virginia's for lovers uh, fun fact, this is where three of Thomas Jefferson's mistresses lived. Oh, really? No. Oh, okay. I thought that was a, that you had Wikipedia'd it, nope. but yeah. Maybe. Sure. I mean, isn't that in Hamilton? Seems yeah. like it could happen. I think I learned that in Hamilton. Uh, all right. They, <laughs> in keeping with that, they are picked up by a horse and carriage. <laughs> a horse and buggy. They, so I'm still a little confused why Kaylin was Miss North Carolina if she is from Virginia. Yeah, this she was is like, really this starting is, to stink. Well, she was like, uh, this is where I grew up. Her parents still live there. Right. How is she getting residency in North Carolina? What are you just, anybody can pop into North Carolina and enter their pageant? I'm going to say This whole that, uh, thing I'm smells. I'm going to say we need Robin and <laughs> Profa and Jenny. To take a little bit of time. Robin? <laughs> go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Take a little time. No, go ahead. No, I'm. That was all I had. Go. Just yelling the thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. This this is the patriarchy, folks. The mm-hmm. man just steps in, thinks that his funny line is better than the woman's. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Valid point. No, that's it. I'm done. I'm gonna <laughs> cede the floor to you. Continue. All right. So, um, I mean, I don't have anything else. I'm just gonna keep <laughs> spitballing. <laughs> keep going yeah you have other notes you have like four pages of notes i have there. five so pages you obviously of notes. have other things okay to say. all right sorry guys we had to take a little bit of a cooler <laughs> A little bit of a cool off. Ryan, uh, Ryan had to get scolded, and it had to happen off air. Shout out to our fan who emailed us and, and talked about how great our marriage is. And I said that's because we edit out our fights, and that is what we just did. <laughs> and if anybody's wondering, Ryan will not be interrupting me again over the course of this episode for any reason. Yeah, for any yeah. reason. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's continue. Oh, um, what? They go to Carl's Ice Cream. I mean, I felt like this hometown date was really boring. I felt like this episode was boring. Yeah, it was. But, I mean, at least some of the families... 
I don't know. Like it got a little more exciting with with Cassie's dad. Sure, Maybe exciting is the wrong word. Sure. Well, the whole theme. I think every dad reacted a version of the same way, which is like, I don't know who you are, sir. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I loved that line from Cassie's dad. He seems like a guy. <laughs> <laughs> he sure he seems does. Like a guy. <laughs> um. They go to Carl's Ice Cream and Kaylin uh, pulls the old, hey, smell this ice cream. And then she pushes it up Colton's nose. <laughs> A classic. They love to do that in Fredericksburg. That, uh, that's why he cut her. He revealed mm-hmm. later today on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> if not for that, they'd be married right now. Yep. Well played, Kaylin. Yep. I, you just had to do that, didn't you? I hope it was worth it. <laughs> you know what? I think it was. Mm-hmm. And later he said, you smell like ice cream. That's because <laughs> she shoved it in your face, buddy. Everything smells like ice cream. Oh, um, All right. They go to Kaylin's house. It's her stepdad, her mom. Kaylin says multiple times that her biological dad has done nothing. Not a thing. I kind of kind of feel bad for that guy. Getting He's roasted on national TV. Watching at home, crying. <laughs> I know. Um, was it just me? So I was trying to figure out for a long time who her stepdad reminded me of. Did he remind you of anyone? No, but what do you got? Jeffrey Tambor. Oh, I need to see see him again with From that. In mind. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. 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 Uh all right. They fry some cookies. <laughs> Which you do, you know, at a backyard barbecue, and then they fry <laughs> some butter later Which on. You do at the fair. Yeah, or at a backyard barbecue. I couldn't get a handle on Kaylin's family. Because Colton gives a toast at one point that I believe was like I want to fucking toast the family that made Kaylin. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't tell if like our TV glitch. No, or if I they think were they bleeping something out. out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you motherfuckers! <laughs> it's great to meet you, cocksuckers. <laughs> so I didn't know if that was. I mean, I get they did seem like a fun family. Sure, the maybe sister not seemed that like a fun. major slut. <laughs> <Yeah. but. laughs> well, maybe he got confused and thought he was in Jersey and was meaning like a mob family. I mean, I don't know what was going on, but yeah, uh, did you yeah, go ahead. also notice that he seemed to give like the very same toast to a couple different families? Yeah. Well, how many different toasts can you have? Ask like, Hannah B. Thanks for. <laughs> Get her to punch some of these toasts up. Uh, thanks for welcoming me into your home. I mean, what else are you going to say? Yeah, but it just seems very insincere when you can see them all on TV back to back. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, in the same way that it seems insincere to have to ask four different dads for permission. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, because on his end, like you might as well just be asking anyone. At this point, like you might as well just be going up to random strangers and asking, "Hey, can I marry your that daughter?" That is not true. It's a little bit better than that. A little bit. Uh, yeah. Her stepdad seemed like a nice guy. I did think that it was kind of sweet and a little bit strange when she was describing their relationship. How he said, "It sounds like you could just be friends." What's the difference? I actually kind of liked that because at this point, it's like. You've known each other for three weeks. Like, what is yeah. the difference? You know, like, how is it? Uh, the difference is the major boner that Colton gets <laughs> whenever he's with her. <laughs> That's the difference. But they could still just be friends. <laughs> 
That's the difference. She said our all of our values align. Every single one. She also says this could either end so terribly with my heart being broken or be the best thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, guess which one it is, Kaylin. Yeah, it ends terribly. It's, uh, it's the latter. <laughs> um, I want to ask you about this. So the dad says there can be absolutely no doubt if there is an engagement. Do you think that's true? When you asked me to, when you proposed to me, is it like I have zero doubt? Because I, I gotta tell you, I had a lot of doubts, and a lot Still of them do. panned out. Still do. Yeah, right. I mean, a lot of them panned out ten this minutes is, ago. This whole yeah, thing <laughs> is just like hanging on by a thread. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that that's accurate. I don't think you have zero percent doubt about anything, any decision that you make. But I do think that what he was driving at is like. You better be really, really sure. Yeah. And how can you be really, really sure? Right. right And you're three three weeks into this thing. I don't know. I guess just. uh... I mean, all these dads are right. Every single one of them is right in being skeptical of this process. Um, I also liked uh, the dad says, I would need you to promise me that your marriage will be a lifelong commitment. And Colton says, Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, hashtag most dead. <laughs> Okie dokily. <Yeah. laughs> Okily dokily. <laughs> uh, um, well, back to the dad comment. Mm-hmm. Cassie's dad made a comment to Cassie. Quote, marriage is the most important thing you have. That was another thing that I was just like, I feel like they're reducing these girls down to like, this is the only place that you find. Oh God, I'm going on a, a lecture. I was going to say, here it is. Here's our scolding lecture about the patriarchy. Uh, this is what DNTP is complaining. That's about. That's what DNTP came for. That's what's keeping him here. He stayed for this. So go know. ahead. Between that and you know. Uh, Colton being told by that Southern etiquette coach that he needs to, (laughs) Hannah B's parents have held her umbrella and now Colton, you will be the one who holds the umbrella. (laughs) Like what, what century are we living in? She needs a scolding lecture about the patriarchy. Big time. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I just felt like a lot of this episode kind of rubbed me the wrong way, I guess. I don't know what it was. Yeah. So, um, at the end, the dad says he feels very confident about this. Your confidence is misplaced, Jeffrey well, Tambor. I mean, come on. He's just a stepdad. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't care. <laughs> you oh. don't count, John. <laughs> they do have that real sweet moment, though. I where know. He's like, and he cried. You're the best thing that I've done. Like, I know I, know. I did one thing right. I know. No, yeah. I really... Uh, hashtag Kaylin's dad for bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, wed to Kaylin's mother. You know. How serious is that? Yeah. He's actually not 100% confident in his marriage. That's why he was telling uh, Colton that. All right. Is that, are we good? I mean, yeah. Kaylin says, I'm confident that I'm fully in love with you. They kiss. Yikes, no qualifiers. Girl. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, you're going to regret that. Yeah. In about two days. Uh, so it's time to go from Virginia down to the south. <laughs> Which is like pulling a card from my grandmother's playbook when I moved from Louisiana to South Carolina to go to college. She told me I was going to be with the Yankees. (laughs) 
Yeah, now we're in the South. Now, although, to be fair, Alabama is rural South. The South. The South. Birmingham, y'all. Alabama is like, uh, what's, that, what's the TV show with Kevin Spacey? Uh, what's his name? What's that the one where he, they killed him because he's a horrible monster? House of Cards. Yeah, what's his yeah. character's name? Frank Underwood. Yeah. Underwood! Oh my god. <laughs> this... It's all coming together. <laughs> oh shit. You just now blew the lid know. off this whole this thing. This whole thing. We need to get Profa and Robin on it. Something stinks to high heaven. <laughs> Something stinks in the state of Alabama. <laughs> you never really saw me die, did you? <laughs> I'm filming this weird comeback video in my kitchen. Robin? <laughs> I assume our, was all of our viewers. Y'all listeners. just got a sneak peek. Oh, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Oh, oh, oh no. Shit. Oh, no. That's the kind of. Into the backyard and beat me now. That's <laughs> the kind of give and take we have on this podcast. Well, Somebody's sure. got a good idea. They got to come in with no, it right away. No, Let's hear that's it. That's not the kind of. That's not what we do here. That's that's. I want to. I cede the floor to you. I want to oh, hear your idea. I can't remember what I was going to say. What was I talking about? Frank Underwood. Yeah. Oh, right. We got invited to a murder mystery derby party a few years ago, and y'all just got a real nice taste of uh, three hours of that with Ryan. <laughs> Progressively getting drunker and drunker. Yeah. Yeah, I improv some of the backstory to my character. I think he was a little too fond of horses. That's what we got about two hours in. Uh, all right, we are in our neighbor to the south, old Beham, the Iron City. What up? We see you, Beham. Yeah. Yeah, or as people around here like to have the bumper sticker, B, and then a leg of ham. Oh, clever. Yeah, cute. That's a little insider knowledge from Alabama for y'all. <laughs> Um, Hannah B says, I'm sorry, Hannah G. Hannah G. Too many Hannahs, even though one of them's gone. The uh, Hannah G stands for gangster because she raps oh, like she's from the streets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> clearly raised in the mean streets of Mountain Brook. Uh, we do things a little bit differently in the South, so today we're going to put Colton to the test. Uh, so they go to an etiquette, but basically Colton has to go to Cotillion. Yeah, which is <laughs> it's his coming out party. Yeah. This is the same manners camp we sent our daughter to. Uh, and Colton learned just about as much as she did, maybe a little <laughs> less. He said, "There's a difference between being a gentleman and a southern gentleman." I do agree with that. Well, and again, I mean, is it 1953? I mean, what uh, what's yes, happening? Because we're in Alabama, right? So yes. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you're super progressive, you think it's 1953. If you're a Doug Jones voter, you think that it's 1953. Uh, they make Colton walk with a book on his head. Yes. They make uh, Colton serve some bread, and he totally fucks yeah, it up, she y'all. she says, oh, bless your heart. There is a proper way to eat bread. You want to tear off one bite of bread and butter that one bite of bread and eat that one bite of bread, which is why everyone in the South is obese. <laughs> Because you're putting butter on literally every single bite of white roll. Have you ever seen someone eat bread this way? 
in all of your time in the South. I mean, I feel like I eat bread that way when I'm drunk and I'm like... <laughs> right, coming home from the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Brah, yeah. Now, Colton, you just want to take that stick of butter and just <laughs> eat dainty bites from it until it's gone. <laughs> if you're not eating the whole stick, you're doing it wrong, honey. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> your arteries aren't clogged enough, Colton. Uh... Can we talk about the fact that Hannah G comes from a family of class A, grade A uggos? <laughs> Where did she come from? What yeah. is go- I feel like the only time that we've seen something even comparable to this is when uh, we did the hometown date with... Oh, shit. What's his name? The hot bachelor that Peter? I'm obsessed with. Yeah, Peter. Yeah. And all of his friends were like ugly and, and they weren't ugly they were it. just normal yeah, they just peter looked ugly beautiful. right compared to peter, and peter and they Hannah were sixes G. and peter is an 11 uh, they were wisconsin sixes <laughs> and peter is a los angeles 49 <laughs> he's a los angeles 69 hey oh you know what i mean i know giving you a hollywood Picking hello yeah yeah uh hannah g is also very attractive she is a model she, she is tiny. She, she looks like Skipper. A country music video star, a rapper, a psychology graduate <laughs> student. <laughs> she is the whole package, ladies and gentlemen. She is a social content creator. <laughs> <laughs> we should just make up more rooms. A Nobel Peace Prize winner. <laughs> she was shortlisted for the Booker Prize. <laughs> she was robbed, by the way. Yeah, thanks, Jhumpa Lahiri. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Uh, anyway, yeah, I feel like Hannah G's family was like comically ugly. And I'm sorry, like I loved them actually. Yeah. And I tell you what, Hannah G's dad, uh, not physically attractive, but I was picking up on some BDE from that guy. Actually, that raises I loved him. a really important point mm-hmm. that I've been wanting to bring up for a couple episodes. Oh, to my knowledge, we'll have to get Robin and Prophet to run the stats. That's the first time that BDE has been mentioned this entire season by us. Yikes. Which I think says a lot about this season. It talks a lot about how we're classing it up, too. Well, Just on this podcast. It speaks magnitudes, I think, to the energy of the season. Well, it's because Colton does not have BDE. Right. And neither do any of the girls, really. Um... Yeah, I feel like Demi had faux BDE. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like Anyeka thought she had BDE. No, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're kind of right. Oh, kind of. So it's all up to Hannah G's dad <laughs> to bring it. <laughs> to bring the BDE. Well, I guess Colton's dad had BDE last week. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Some CEO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the uh, Vietnamese host of The Bachelor. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. And even uh, Jungle Joe. <laughs> yeah, Jungle Joe. Yeah, we just have to go overseas to get yeah. our BDE this time. Um. All right. The mom, first of all, looks like... Uh, I said kind of an, a character from like a Medea movie, but uh, Sarah Kilby, shout out girl, um, said that she looked like Mrs. Doubtfire. And I think that's more Oh, accurate. yeah. Hello! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just basically thought that the mother was Mike Myers. I thought like, she looked like a Melissa McCarthy character. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah. We love you, Mrs. G. I mean, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. I feel like she... I loved Hannah's family. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, that mom, whoa. What can you say but uh whoa. What can you say but when Colton gives that toast and they cut to Beth saying, first of all, I was taken aback. I'm like, what are you saying to me, guy? I just met you three minutes ago. And then she says, she's always been mine. (laughs) (laughs) She'll always be mine. I'm going to be buried. I'm going to have her buried alive with me. (laughs) Uh, The dad does not seem to know very much about the show because he's like, "Uh, they're others, I guess, involved. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's Hank Hill. Yeah. Uh, but then he kind of like, so he talks kind of a tough game and then he goes, I'd give you my blessing for sure. Oh, well, I liked it too, because Colton asked for permission Mm -hmm. and the dad changed it to blessing, to blessing, which is a stronger language for sure. I think that's what you're driving at. This guy's, uh, giving lectures on patriarchy (laughs) in a subtle way, but I feel like there is a nuanced difference. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like at your sister's wedding when that. he's like, she doesn't need my permission. Right. I give you right. my blessing. Yeah, well, that, that wedding coordinator, the minister at mm-hmm. your sister's wedding that got real mad about asking who gives this woman. That's why you can't get married in a Unitarian <laughs> church, y'all. Am I right? There's going to be patriarchy lectures left and right. Fucking you use. <laughs> you you? <laughs> um, what was I? Oh, there was a commercial break and it came back and the uh, music was labeled as pensive hip-hop music oh. which i really enjoyed but then took on extra layers when we found out the rap star that hannah say, g is it was a foreshadowing <laughs> moment well played i feel like her rap was basically the like my name is hannah g and i'm here to say i, I like love spinning raps and i made you <laughs> i went to etiquette class colton butters his bread <laughs> about as good as it was yeah i mean honestly that was and that would have been fine except they were like she's been rapping for 20 years i mean basically it was either hannah g or kendrick kendrick lamar i couldn't, yeah, tell. I couldn't tell the difference yeah who it is yeah it was, she's actually up for the Iggy grammy <laughs> for best hip-hop album fun fact hannah g actually wrote this is america and donald glover totes stole it stole it cultural appropriation donald glover yeah uh all right the mom says so she talks to hannah and she says this is what i've been wanting for you for your whole life. Oh, I have really? that one too. Like, yeah, I was going to say you're dating. This, this specific thing is what you wanted. <laughs> this exact scenario, actually. Well, again, as we pointed out, these women have been alive. Like the Bachelor has been on as long as some of these women have been alive. Yeah. So maybe she has. Maybe when uh, Hannah G was born, been she's on like. For 23 years. They're pretty close. No, we need to, okay. we need to Google that. Prof- I'm sorry, Robin, since you're yeah. just sitting on your ass at home, not doing any of the work that we've assigned <laughs> right. to Right. Come on. She's way behind on her research assignments. All right. Season one of The Bachelor. What is it? Like 2001? Mm-hmm. I'm looking on Wikipedia. Oh, everybody Hang in here. I'll stall it. Hey, there. my name is Ryan, and I'm here to say I like hosting podcasts in a major way. I interrupt my wife. <laughs> I've done it all my life. <laughs> I tell her to suck my dick. <laughs> you feel like that's what then she smacks me real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and all the girls are like, oh, Kevin G. <laughs> uh, 2002. Now, here's something interesting. 
Running time in 2002 was 60 minutes. Yeah, that's right. They used to keep it tight. Tight, dear, tight, tight. Dear God, can we get back to that? Come on. Now, next week is four hours of Bachelor. Come on, uh, Mike this Fleiss. This Wikipedia page is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> also, we're going to need Robin and Prophet to edit this extensively. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, they have a color-coded chart about whether or not they're still together. Oh, nice. This is like the spreadsheet that Jenny made us okay, about their ages. I feel like somebody, uh, somebody who made this needs to come work for us. Yeah. How much How much do they pay? How much? Uh, what's their going rate? Do we can't match it. they show you on Wikipedia who created it? Yeah, if it? you go into the, like, um, edits, you can see. It's probably, like, you know, Hilarious Walrus 73, but... Um, you know, we can figure it out. We can track him down. We'll dox him. Oh, we'll track it. We'll dox him for sure. Okay, where are we now? Oh, uh, Beth says of Hannah G, she left here a mama's girl and she came back a woman a in woman love. Girl. She really became a woman in these You'll last three be weeks. A woman. <laughs> also, I'm sorry, she's 23. She wasn't a woman before this? Nope, she was a mama's girl. Fun fact, Hannah G got her first period on this show. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Uh, uh, her mom also says, you go get it, girl, <laughs> which I would like to think is a direct reference to the fantasy suite. I think it was. Yeah. I mean, the way that Hannah G is talking about the fantasy suite yeah, seems pretty clear. Because then she says, and I'm completely down for love. <laughs> uh, I feel like Hannah G's mom needs to have some sort of role in the franchise. Like, yeah. maybe she's not going to be the bachelorette because let's be frank. You ugly. <laughs> um, she's not. No, that's um. Now she's a beautiful person, and I'm the ugly one because I have an ugly soul. You do, and I'm mm. also not physically that attractive. That's untrue. So, um, oh, inaccurate. But You're a beautiful. It's woman. Uh, I shouldn't be. Uh, I shouldn't be casting stones. Well, here's I'm going to piggyback off your role in the franchise thing. Here's an idea, Mike mm-hmm. Fleiss and Bachelor producers. Since you're looking for ideas, yeah, you're clearly just throwing <laughs> stuff at the wall to see what <laughs> sticks at this point. Hey, guys, Khloe Kardashian's our next Bachelorette. Everybody, um, you're going to be hearing from my lawyer. <laughs> what if one of the dates in the future was like you have to practice? Asking for permission from like a panel of the best parents from mm, previous seasons. Interesting. So like, or like you have to practice like a yeah, meet I mean, the I parents style style yeah. dinner. But you bring Beth in, you bring Parum Pum in. <laughs> uh, I am in favor of this only because it would mean that Parum Pum would come back. I think it's a really <laughs> stupid idea. But anything that we're doing to get Parum Pum back on the show, no matter how dumb, has your vote. Even though Dean has sold out the franchise, none of these people are here for love, <laughs> except for me. What's your favorite dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dean. Um. All right. Our, oh, uh, Hannah G says at the end of the date. That was the best thing that ever could have happened. Better than like a cure for cancer. Better than (laughs) solving global warming. This day with her mom Mm, and dad. If I had one wish, I would wish for world peace. It's fine. She meant in relation to this day, I think. No, no, she meant any literal (laughs) thing that could ever happen. Well, what is the best thing that ever could happen? I don't know. Chloe Kardashian's The Bachelorette. Mm, you and I divorce and I marry Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Beth and I get together. Call me Beth. Who's Beth? The, the mom. mom, yeah. She doesn't look like a Beth. I feel yeah. she looked like a, like, Dolores. A, ma- a midge, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
kind of a fierce name, I feel like. Okay. All right. Are we gonna, done with Hannah G? Let's do let's head to the OC. What's uh oh do was Marissa Cooper in this date? Did I miss it? Did she kill somebody? Didn't she kill somebody? No, she herself was killed. Oh, she was, was killed. She wasn't murdered. She died. Like okay. in an accident. Did she want to leave the show? Well, now she's on the reboot for The Hills, which doesn't make sense. Because no. she was never on that show. But And I don't think that that's airing yet. Are we going to do a spinoff podcast and watch it? No. Yes. Oh, we are. Okay. I thought we were doing Love and Marriage, Huntsville style. Eh, that one wasn't exciting enough. Yeah. They mentioned Pulaski Pike. The we comeback, live near that the comeback crew is back together. <laughs> That's all that show yep, is. The whole thing. Um. Anyway, OC. OC, yeah. We, Thank uh, God it wasn't Chino. <laughs> <laughs> is that a place or is it Chico? Is it Chino? Chino I think is Chino the is a pant, and Chico is a place. Chico uh, is where Ryan was from on the OC. That's it. Is That's it Chico it. It's or all Chino? Coming. Ooh, you know, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Right, Let's I'll look Google it. Look, okay, okay, I'll carry, I'll carry. Tasha's making a bird box joke. Very, uh, very timely pop culture review. Yeah, when she blindfolded Colton and she's like, "This isn't the bird box." Okay, challenge, Chino Colton. is the pant. Chico is Chico. The okay, good. Whew. I'm glad we, we don't have to get our Chino listener, our Chico listeners, to correct us on that. <laughs> uh, what was the bird box? Oh, oh, the blindfolding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, what did you make of Colton's shirt? Uh, I liked it. It was a party shirt. It was a party shirt, but he can pull off a party shirt because he has muscles underneath. Yeah, that's the thing. Unlike so me. So Ryan and I have a definition for this type of shirt. It's called a party shirt. Mm-hmm. You can uh, imagine what it's for. <laughs> you would wear it to a party. Yep. It's basically just like your everyday button down, but it's a little bit flashier. Right. It and makes that, more of a statement. Yeah. And that might yeah. mean like a different design like a sheen to the fabric. Yes, louder colors. We had a professor in graduate school. Pretty sure he doesn't listen to the podcast, but if he does, shout out to Porter. <laughs> uh, and he was king of the party shirt. King shirts. of the party shirt. When I was in college, one of my friends got a shirt that was like strips of fabric and then strips of like see-through material in between. I feel like that's the ultimate party shirt. That sounds terrible. It was terribly ridiculous. Who was that? Was that? My friend Nate. Oh, come on, yeah. Nate. Get it, it was, uh, I mean, it was bought uh, as a for like a jokey party. But, was this uh, when y'all were at Biola? Yeah. We went to, we headed out to Biola to meet up with Cassie and When y'all and would leave Pepperdine, were you like, let's go pick up some sluts at Biola and tell them that we'll baptize them? <laughs> let's go get some Biola hoes! <laughs> oh, um, what's the deal with... With these like Christian, like weird Christian California universities, is that just a thing? I mean, there's weird Christian schools everywhere. Yeah, it's just I know. some of them are in California. Yeah, I guess that's just where the beautiful Christians go. And me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got- hey guys, how's it going? 
Shut hey, the gates. This hey, guy's Eric Christian Olsen. How are you? Oh, here we go. Yeah. You can't talk about Pepperdine without Ryan dropping the fact that he knows some guy named Eric Christian Olsen who's been in like NCIS. A, a Lifetime movie. Yeah. And for he's some in like, reason, you think that he's this like giant celebrity. He's know? in NCIS like Milwaukee so or something. Alive. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I am in NCIS. Mm-hmm. You had a great season, a really good character arc. Or Law and Order SUV. Yeah. <laughs> SUV. <laughs> we had another SUV accident. Oh, fuck. We need to get Ice Cube on it. <laughs> uh, God, can we just not talk about Pepperdine for like one minute? Yeah, I mean, I'm always bringing it up. He is. You're, Ryan's always trying to work the fact that he knows Tia Mallory into his mm-hmm. conversations. Yeah. How a snippet of my screenplay was performed in front of Tia and, T- and Tamara Mallory. Mm. They loved it. They wanted yeah. to option it. Uh, anyway, we are... So we're in the OC for Tasia, and then where are we for Cassie? Um, somewhere. I wrote it down. It's in my notes later on. Um. Yeah. I mean, also in California. Yeah. Like the same same general area. Same general area. Yeah. Okay. Um. Tasha's teeth are really white. Did you notice that? No, I missed it. You were too it. busy looking at the party shirt. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did not notice that. She. Can we pr- proceed forward with it? Do you want to share yeah. any more cool Pepperdine stories? Uh, do I ever? Look, I just want to say, I mean, I wasn't there when he was there, but uh, that guy from The Good Wife went to college at Charleston. That's right. He was on the cover of your magazine. Yeah, he was. Yeah. What up, Coogs? I mean, that's not like me seeing Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the parking lot of Pepperdine or anything. <laughs> but, I mean, not everybody Wait, has. didn't you steal a bite of his salad? My <laughs> friend Christoph ate Jonathan Taylor Thomas's leftover salad. That's just really pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe one of the saddest things i've ever heard oh man it's one of my favorite memories yeah um, oh anyway they are driving around <laughs> blindfolded and surprise Tasha is taking colton skydiving because she says we have to challenge each other you got anything or no no you- i'm just trying to find my place in my notes yeah um colton so they they go skydiving means or they get up in the airplane and colton gets off a good line he says please let me survive this fall i still have to lose my virginity i don't know what i'm missing yet i heard it's really good i know i thought that was funny. yeah it's a good job hey, colton that i feel like funny colton. well another no, thing he's been funny this he's been, whole season well i wouldn't say this whole season but he's gotten some good jokes and i have to also say his virginity jokes are vastly better than almost everybody else's virginity jokes right. about him too I think that uh, I give Colton two enthusiastic thumbs up. I bet you do. Yeah. I'm just saying. I feel like we've had bachelors before where I've I've been I've had high hopes. Ari, Nick Vial, right? And they, I feel like sometimes they get into the role of bachelor and they turn into just like a really bland. I don't know. I think that they think that they have to just be this kind of prince charming. Mm-hmm. Um, persona, mm-hmm. and I feel like Colton has been real. He's keeping it real. He's worn his heart on his party shirt sleeve this whole for time. sure. This whole time, yeah. No, I mean we've talked about this before, but he has vastly exceeded my expectations, which were very low. But that's also the key. 
to Fun happiness. Fact, that's also what Hannah G says next week after the <laughs> fantasy suites. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, all right, they go skydiving, they go to meet Tasha's family. Uh Tasha's dad is uh going into what he calls protective mode. Mm-hmm. Which means that he says, Tasha, what are you doing? Who is this Colton guy? <laughs> uh, I liked Tasha's dad quite a bit. Um, I mean, all these dads did a version of the same thing, which is like, how do I know I can trust you? How do I know this yeah. is serious? Are you having the same conversation with the other women? I liked, though, when uh, he was like, because Colton was like, I think I'm falling in love with her or something in that vein. And the dad was like, you say you're falling in love with her. That's a strong word. That's a really strong word. You're a smart man. I knew you can choose the right words. Like basically just like, no, you're words not. Words matter, yeah. Colton. You're not falling in love with her. Yep. Word choice. And the um, dilemma comes up that came up in whose season was this? The one where he says, I love you to two different people. Ben and Higgins. Ben Higgins. And the philosophical dilemma comes up again. Can you be in love with more than one person at the same time? I don't think you can. Yeah, it's a philosophical dilemma for the ages. I think you ages. can love more than I don't. I don't know. Who am I to say? I've never. Uh, I've never been on this show. Right. You've. Ne- that's the thing. We just don't understand this process. I mean, I'm in love with like five different people right now. Yeah. Well, I've seen your list. You're in love with like 27 s- different people. I have strong feelings for you, but I'm in love with Peter. <laughs> I think that I'm falling in love with you. I love you, but I'm in love with Peter. <laughs> Tasha also says to her dad, he's a nice guy. And her dad says, I mean, a lot of nice guys who want to come and do whatever. <laughs> not sure where the dad is hanging out, but <laughs> he's got, <laughs> he's got a great line. You know, microwave relationships. Yeah, I liked that. That's what's going on. Microwave. Ping. I think he needs that on a t-shirt. Yeah. No, that's a, like, he was going for his catchphrase. Well, I feel like during this, oh, excuse me, guys. Big old yawn, yawning. I know. Um, during this whole season or episode, you had all of the dads put on like a tough guy mm-hmm. act. And then sure enough, Tasha's dad, just like the rest of them, ends up giving his blessing. But all that's about to change. Because we're about to go visit Cassie's dad. Well, we, um, I think we should mention... Tasha's dad says no and then talks yeah, and then to Tasha yes. and then makes a very quick about face. Yeah, I feel like that no yeah. was completely fabricated. Yeah. But he does make a show of it at first not giving it and then and then he's like, eh, never mind. <laughs> I had a five minute conversation with Tasha and I'm totally cool with you, you marrying good. her. Yeah, yeah. you good. <laughs> All right. So what well, we're headed to um Cassie's hometown. Do you think that the cameras... Sweet Valley, California. <laughs> Do you think that the cameras for young ones were filming this simultaneously? <laughs> like, at what point are they just going to use the same footage in two different reality Ooh. shows? Is it weird that I feel like Cassie was a lot prettier on the other one? The other reality uh, no, show? No, no, yeah. she looked better on that show. Yeah, I wonder what it is. Like, if she gets better lighting or they have a makeup person or what, you know? No. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Cassie is going to teach Colton how to surf. Surf's up. Guys, am I right? <laughs> Hang 10. It's Whoa. beach blanket bingo time, oh everybody. This is what we do in Cali. Let's go surfing now. Everybody's <laughs> learning how. Yeah, that wasn't quite it, but we're going to figure it out out there. Let's go surfing. Come on. Everybody's learning how. Come on. Uh, the weather outside is weather. Welcome to California. <laughs> when can you start? When can you start? 
uh colton tells her or i guess tells the camera that cassie is the perfect balance of sexy and cute uh crazy stupid love called and it wants its line back colton oh is that a line from i believe so yeah because uh julianne moore gets mad when he tells steve carell tells that to somebody else Hmm. if my memory serves yeah eight years ago um cassie is really uh hedging her bets on how she feels which is a perfectly natural situation for knowing someone for three weeks i liked it that cassie asked colton if he had surfed before and he said no i've done like stand-up paddleboard <laughs> oh well Same that's thing. totally cool you're good yeah <laughs> you're totally good <laughs> um yeah he says his biggest question coming in today is where is she at in our relationship she says that she needs that night to show her what she's feeling. Uh, she values her family's opinion and that basically their approval is something that she really wants and also really needs. I feel like that Cassie just seems very young to mm-hmm. me. Like mm-hmm. I can understand wanting your family to like the person that you're with, but at the same time, like it's your relationship. Right. Your family doesn't like me. I mean, let's be frank. <laughs> But I don't care. Well, it took a little while. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just think that it seems, I feel like Cassie is always looking for a way out. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Um, she's looking to catch that next wave out of here. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't. She doesn't. She seem young to you. She does. Even among the other younger, I guess. Demi also seemed young in her own way. Yeah, but Demi's gone. Yeah, but I'm just saying I'm trying to compare them. You know, well, and I guess compared to, say, someone who still haunts our podcast, Colton, <laughs> I'm ready for you. You should have chosen a real woman. <laughs> Come embrace my arms and we'll lie in the crypt forever. I need you to change my depends. <laughs> I've soiled myself again. Oh, that was our shout out that I forgot is our listener, Claire, uh, said that we made her laugh in the Wegmans Aww. with our Elise impression. Thanks, we love uh, Wegmans, by we the way. We miss Wegmans. I know. That's one of the few things we miss about living in Pennsylvania. We miss Wegmans and uh, Sheets. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, Sheets, the gas station chain. Not and the, the famous Altoona Curve. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring their mascot, Altoona. A giant tuna. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I, I will say, I mean, spoiler alert for the end of this episode, Kaylin gets cut. So of the three that are left, Taysha, Hannah B, Hannah G, damn it, and Cassie. Cassie clearly has the most issues in sure. terms of commitment. Sure. Well, and again, as I would phrase that, being a normal human being. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know. I I do feel like, why are you going to come on this show and then have this crisis of like, uh, this is all just happening so fast. You knew that it was going to be over the course of three months. I think someone likes being on reality shows. Yeah. If I'm going to go out on a limb <laughs> and try to guess what her motivation is uh, here, she probably did not think that she was going to get this far. So Cassie's the real uggo in her family. Did you notice that? Her sister, you know who her sister looked like to me? Who? Uh, Lily Jane. Lily James, is that her name? Who is it? The British actress from Downton Abbey. She was uh, Cinderella. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, like, niece on 
Yeah. On Downton Abbey. Yeah, yeah. I'm a flapper, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, she takes up with an African American. Yes, right. Real scandal causes a lot of trouble in Downton. Um. Yeah, she looked like the sister looked like that to me. She also wasn't completely slutting it up like Kaylin's sister. I feel like Kaylin's sister was like, this is my one chance. Right, to be on TV. Like, if I do this right, they're going to ask me right. to be on Bachelor in Paradise. More eyeshadow. More. <laughs> yeah, I feel like her putting on that, or maybe somebody was like applying it for her. Maybe she got her makeup done. Yeah. It's like my approach to when they ask you to say when, when they're shredding cheese on your pasta in an Italian restaurant. <laughs> right. Keep going. I'll tell keep you when. Keep going. Yeah. Keep, yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. Keep, yeah. keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the uh, person who did uh, Kaylin's sister's eyeshadow is our six-year-old daughter, actually. <laughs> actually, I think it's our listener Katie's daughter, Bailey. It had, it had they have a similar aesthetic, yes. Bailey. Bailey is five, yeah. Um, you were really on the alert for Uggos. You're not going to let well, one Uggo slip on TV without saying, you I feel like you look at Cassie it. and you're like, oh, she's cute. And then you see her two sisters and you're like, damn, you're the ugly stepsister, Cassie. Never thought that Cassie was going to be the one who ends up on two different reality shows <laughs> uh, uh, her insert was really pretty she's on my list insert so, lecture about the patriarchy and uh, beauty standards here do a little experimenting with her oh yeah just mm-hmm. uh, kind of see you, I know. you go to biola <laughs> you want to experiment in college have you ever heard of mary magdalene <laughs> <laughs> can i read some passages from song of solomon to you <laughs> There's some really sweet stuff in there. <laughs> Very romantic. Uh, interesting fact. That's how Ryan got his one and only college girlfriend. <laughs> hey, do you want to read this to me? Oh, God. Um. Yeah, the dad is just not having it. He's no, not having yeah. Colton showing affection to Cassie. He's clearly uncomfortable with the fact that Colton has dared to, like, rest his hand on Cassie's right. waist. That Colton has dared to darken his doorway <laughs> yeah. at all. Uh, and he says, like, maybe, I mean, you know, he's not wrong. He says, maybe he's a great guy. I don't know. I just met him. And then Cassie <laughs> says, he's amazing. <laughs> so Cassie pulls something that I don't think anyone has polled on this show ever which is she makes an argument for the validity of the bachelor process which i don't think i've heard before because the dad's like she's dating all these other guys and cassie's like well look at it on the bright side like he's explored all these options and he's picked me uh i thought it was an interesting argument i'm not gonna say that i feel like it's foolproof right but uh someone was on the debate team yeah yeah no i would uh i would read that freshman comp essay and give it a b plus women are not allowed to be on the debate team at biola (laughs) um yeah no i mean i did think uh, so i guess if you find yourself in the situation where you are on the bachelor that is a good way to look at it sure right right the um in ancient Greece, the uh, rhetoric teachers, the sophists, were always accused of making the weaker case the stronger. And I feel like that's what Cassie is doing here. Mm. Yes. Interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Tell yes. me more. <laughs> I love it when you talk rhetoric to me. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's how I got Anna. You want to read this Aristotle yeah. with me? Oh, hey. <laughs> that's actually exactly what yeah. I said. Oh, we do have to get at... 
Cassie saying, I'm really excited about how this is going, which is exactly what I said to you on our second date. That is what you said. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. After you took me to Einstein or Einstein bagels, Einstein bagels, and I dropped, and dropped my last bite of bagel, and I was like, "That's charming." And, and years now, later, yeah, I'm like, "If you drop another fucking bite of food, <laughs> I will put a bullet in my head or yours <laughs> or both." Yeah. <laughs> years later, when I drop every piece of food that I hold, oh, be careful, ladies. What's charming <laughs> yeah. at first, you're with that for life. Uh, yeah, These yeah, dads yeah. are right. Marriage is for life. And that's all you have. Yeah, it's the most important thing. Well, he, he was like, you wake up next to this person every day. <laughs> Not if you're doing it right, am I right, ladies? <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, Beth's husband didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up to them every single day and they're there. All right, well, despite Cassie being clearly... On the fence and the least expressive of her feelings, Colton himself says uh, she still hasn't told me exactly how she feels. Which is weird because she's like, basically like, I am excited to see where everything can go. That was her telling you, like, he was mad or upset because he wanted her to say she was right. or. I'm That's falling true. in love I mean, with Colton you. I mean, Colton is like, I still don't know where I stand. And we were both like, yes, we do. <laughs> we know exactly where you she stand, She literally Colton. just said how yeah. she feels. It, you're right. It just wasn't how he wanted her to feel. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Th- did we say that the dad refuses the blessing? He does refuse the blessing. Go get up, you gotta fool the rest of my life. Say yes, say yes, cause I need to know. Cassie was definitely on the chopping block. Yeah. Largely because of that. And because she does not seem to care about Colton all that much. Yeah. Also because she doesn't seem to have feelings for him. Right. Um, yeah, it's Kaylin. Shock of the century. Shock and she's gone, yeah. We got a rose for Hannah G, a rose for Tasha. Kaylin, no rose for you. Shock of the century is that Chris Harrison is alive. <laughs> That's the shock of the century. I feel like it might be like a weekend at Bernie's situation. <laughs> it's Mike Fleiss, but he has put he has skinned Chris Harrison and put him on. He's wearing his face. Hello, Hannah. <laughs> Let me walk you in. How are you feeling? I like mimosas. I'm Chris Harrison. Are you nervous? <laughs> Here's a, here's something that would be really funny. Oh my gosh, this is such a good idea. Okay. Are you ready for yes. this idea? Yeah. Harrison gets makeup up and uh, stands in on one of these meet the family dates as like a wacky family member. Oh, just yeah. Like fucks with the best. Yes. Yeah. And like to see if they'll notice. Yeah. yeah. Or if they get like, again, old contestants to like dress up. Yeah. And, yeah. Dress up prosthetics. Like Teddy Perkins. <laughs> Hello. Would you like an ostrich egg? I'm cousin Arnold. <laughs> I do like that idea. I, I feel like they just need to start fucking around with this at this point. 
Well, they've done certain dates that have been like prank dates. Sure, yeah. I feel like that's a Bachelor in Paradise move, except you don't meet family in Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. They've done, uh, you know, they had twins on with Deanna and they like switched them. Oh, right. Right. They are like. Maybe it was Jillian. I don't know. Whatever season those Stephanopoulos twins were. (laughs) Because they they like fooled the bachelor. And so they had the non contestant twin. Oh, yeah. Like Michael or whatever. And she said, I'm falling in love with you. And they had sex She's in the like, fantasy You've suite. You've never been this But it was before. the wrong man. And surprise, that's uh, that's rape. So, <laughs> <laughs> well done, guys. Um, yeah, I'm just saying. I think it would be a fun fun prank. <laughs> not <laughs> Getting that. back to the non-rape yeah. part. Yeah, that not that. Rape. It is, that yes. Is. That is I'm correct. Yeah. No, nobody's joking around. Um, Cassie's not joking around freaking out about the fantasy suite. She said, it's making me hot. And then she has to fan herself. You and me both, sister. Whew. Uh, Caitlin, when she gets cut, whispers to Cassie, I love you. Bye, friend. Get engaged. No. And next week we get a fence jump. Is, I mean, I'm not believing anything at this point. <laughs> You're not going <laughs> to. I was having the feeling before they showed us that preview. Do you know, I think it's called the the Mandela effect, where it's like a collective delusion about something that never happened. Yeah. Like how people like how thought. people remember Berenstain Bears being spelled a certain way. Right. Or like that Sinbad movie about the genie. Yeah. Like I thought for a while that it was just going to turn out to be that, that there was never any what fence is it? There jump. was never a Sinbad movie about a genie. There was never a Sinbad movie about a genie. What about Kazam? Is That's it? Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sh- uh, yeah. Kazam, Shazam. I can't Shazam, remember. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so I was I was worried it was just that. They're but gonna it be appears... like everyone thinks this fence jump is happening, and we never said anything. Right? What about are you talking about? Way yeah. to gaslight us, Chris Harrison. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> All right, well, if or if not... the patriarchy, am I right, ladies? (laughs) Scolding, scolding, scolding. You're welcome, DNTP. (laughs) Now, ladies and gentlemen, O-Town, featuring Colton Underwood. I am a warrior. I am unbroken, another day older, and the battle is spoken, yeah, I've been fighting all my life and I won't give up, you get up when you fall, so here's my message to you, oh, hello world, I hope you got a little patience, it's such a beautiful
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.